with him and be at peace. 
thereby good shall come unto thee. People that don't serve the Lord haven't been persuaded that there's a reward to it. One of the things that stood out to me was that I had to acquaint myself with God. I had to reach for God. I had to pursue God. It's taken me a half a century to find out that God doesn't respond to my pain. He responds to my pursuit. God doesn't respond to my needs. He responds to my reach. My reaching for Him. That's why the woman who had hemorrhaged a dozen years had an issue of blood. She had to crawl through the crowd to find Him, to touch Him. The blind man had to cry out to Him. Even Zacchaeus crawled into the tree. You have to pursue him. You have to reach. Sometimes in the ministry, it's so easy for us in the ministry to begin to hope board members are happy and new new members are impressed with us. People find us a blessing. But you know, the bottom line of it all is, is God happy with me? Is the Holy Spirit really happy with the way I'm living my life, with my schedule? Sometimes when I haven't answered a letter on time and I haven't returned somebody's phone call, the guilt, the condemnation can just overwhelm you. You say, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And you can just feel the, the stress of, of fulfilling expectations, even protocol sometimes, even the thing that's right. There's things that, that come before that. When I came to the secret place this morning, there was so much in me that cried out, I just, I can't, I got too much to do. I've got too many boxes of mail. I've got a dozen phone calls that are absolutely past urgent. More than a dozen, but a dozen that's past urgent. In fact, I know they'll be upset if I don't call back. There's deadlines to meet. But it's not what other people say. You and I were going to meet with the Lord today. If we were actually going to stand, we were going to die today. We wouldn't have the same schedule. He would be our focus. I want you happy with me. I want you happy.
sometimes as fathers, you feel like you never can give your family enough time. I don't know if I've ever in my life heard a wife say to her husband, you're spending enough time with us. <laughs> I don't know if there's ever been a husband that felt like he was being doing enough for his family. And vice versa, I never know if there's a mother that feels like she's doing enough. The Bible says, I like what I think was Solomon said, you know, the eyes of a man are never satisfied. There's never enough. But this is the question. I want you happy with me. I want you happy with me. Please eliminate, reveal, and take away.
And this truth is changing my life so, so much. I can't even begin to tell you how much it's changing my life and my ministry. I've always, I've always loved order. I like things in their place. I like, you know, your shirt's in a certain place, your shoes in a certain place. But when you travel as much as I do and you go, just you're jumping on airplanes, you're in motel rooms, you're running from one place to another, and then you get home and it's, it's, it's staff meetings and it's training leaders and training office managers and new people, new employees, and making video training tapes and television tapes and <laughs> ministry and your writing books and you're writing and, and studying the Word of God every day. There's, I'm pulled, I'm pulled incredibly more than I've ever been in my life. I came in the other day, I flew in and I said, I've just got to spend some time with my father. He'll be 84 years old, just a few hours. And I said, I've got to spend some time with him, but I've got so many things to do. Get a deal with me about order and at 5.32 one morning, just a few days ago. He woke me up with this obsession, this craving for order. And I found out something that to me is very important. That's the only goal God has. This is this is strong, and, and this is for you. This is why I'm making this secret place prayer letter just for you. If God's goal, preacher, listen to me. If you're a preacher, listen to me. If God's goal was so winning, he would never let the sin of an ungodly preacher, someone who had sin in their life, be exposed. He would cover it so that souls could keep being one. Yet we've seen even men who were reaching millions, God took them out of the circulation of mass evangelism because his goal was not souls. His goal was order. His goal is order. God's goal is not worship. Everybody's saying, oh, God's only goal is to be worshiped and praised. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Trees would sing. Flowers would play music if God's only goal was to be worshiped. His goal is not prosperity. Or Ananias who handed Peter some money from real estate sales would have been excused. The Holy Spirit wouldn't have killed him because he was. He was a giver. He was bringing some money to the man of God. God's goal is not prosperity for us. God's goal is order. I believe that order produces comfort. Order produces joy. I believe the fruit of order is multiplication and increase. Now we think get in order and there's increase. We think that increase creates pleasure, but we've seen people who multiplied that were miserable. We've seen people with millions of dollars commit suicide. Increase doesn't really produce as much pleasure as we think. Well, I'm sure there's a measure of pleasure, but I believe the pleasure is actually in the order. When there's order, there's pleasure. And when there's order and you increase or you multiply, pleasure you receive is not from the increase, but actually it's from being in order. I want you happy with me. I want you happy with me. 
just sitting there trying to think of ways to make us happy. <laughs> but that's not the system. The system is where we were created for Him. God wasn't created for us. We were created for Him. Have you ever bought a, a child a toy that they were just begging for? Please, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want this toy, I want this toy. And before you got home, they were unhappy with it, or before you got out of the store, they wanted another toy. something. God's not obsessed with making us happy. God is not consumed with making us happy. He is consumed in teaching us how to obey Him and how to get in order because that's where the joy is at. See, most people are pursuing happiness. They're trying to get happy. We're trying to get ways to get happy. If you get in order, if you get in order in your life, happiness is the product of order. Being where God wants you what God wants you to do, when He wants you to do it. The slightest movement toward order creates pleasure. Any movement toward order creates pleasure. It's a simple, but it's a practical and truthful thing. Sometimes when I just hang up my clothes, when I come home, I hate to I hate to unload and unpack my clothes for some reason. I hate to pack up. I don't like packing. I don't like unpacking. I hate opening up my and you know getting taken out all the dirty shirts and the dirty suits from the from the weeks of travel and, and bringing it to the cleaners and 
for some reason over the years of my life. Whatever I send to the cleaners, I never know if it ever coming back. I, I I can give it to one person and they forget it, and the other person doesn't. No matter <laughs> no matter how many times I uh, try to set something uh, you know in place, uh, inevitably. My clothes are always left in a cleaner somewhere, sometimes a month, a month and a half, and I have to write it down and trace it down for whatever reason. But when I, when there's order, when things are in place, the joy that's in me, I just feel better. I don't care if you, if you wash, wash dishes when you're finished, you just feel better. God has attached pleasure to order. He's attached pain to disorder. And that's how you know when something's wrong in your life is when you don't have joy. That's a signal to us. It's a signal to us. Pain is the proof of disorder. Order means the accurate arrangement of things. God's a God of protocol. If there's anything he taught us, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. All these things shall be added. We want to seek the other things and hope he blesses us in the process. Seek first the kingdom. What is the kingdom of heaven? Peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So through the next coming days and during this season in your life, move toward order. Move toward order. Now, any movement toward order will in, will re, will expose something or a person or something that doesn't belong in your life. Anytime there's movement toward order, you ever cleaned out your closet and found spoons and forks and things that belong in the kitchen? found cups and say, how on earth did that get in my closet? I've cleaned out my uh, luggage and said, where in the world, where did this come from? But any movement toward order will expose something that doesn't belong on your schedule. Something you shouldn't do. I try to come into God's presence every day from 9 o'clock to 1 o'clock those four hours. No matter how many letters I've got to write, no matter hundreds of phone calls I receive, I've got to return even when I can't make a schedule and when I, something doesn't go, that's got to become my focus, got to become yours. And in the coming days, I want you to do something. I want you to focus. No, focus on making your family happy. That's impossible. All the seminars that we're having on marriage, trying to make each other happy as if we're God. You can't make yourself happy. Happiness is the fragrance of order. Happiness is the fruit of order, things being right, done at the right time, at the right way. He comes first. He comes first. That's why you've got to have in your home a secret place, a place where you meet with the Holy Spirit first every day. Start off with something simple, maybe five minutes, but the same time every day. Because habit is more powerful than desire. When desire runs out, habit will keep you. I didn't have a great desire this morning. I didn't have a great desire to leave all the work I had and come to the secret place, but it was my habit. And when you perform that habit, then the desire comes. Someone says, discipline births delight. And I believe that. Listen to these words. I want you happy with me. Holy Spirit, this is to you today. Holy Spirit, this is to you. I want you happy with me.
Lord, we will obey you. We will walk in absolute obedience today. As I close this little tape to you with this song, just tell him out loud, Lord, I want you happy.